Well, let's get right with it. We have a lot to talk about today. Check this out. We are going to talk about the Hunter Biden laptop story. We are going to talk about a Florida man that stabs his mom to death. Can't wait to tell you why he did that. We're going to talk about what Twitter did with the Hunter uh, Biden laptop story. You, you, You know what I'm trying to say. We're going to talk about Los Angeles County. Wait till I tell you what these dumbasses are about to do. And uh, got to tell you, Nightmare Cruise, Planned Parenthood, we're going to try to fit it all in. Do the best we can, okay? Uh, you know what you're listening to. I'm Kevo. This is Unwavering Toxic Masculinity from the Dude's Den. Let's go. The following program contains scenes and language of a frank and explicit nature. Viewer discretion is advised. We the people tell the government what to do. It doesn't tell us. You actually have to be clever at being stupid. Hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm going to tell you something. I've been to two goat ropings and a county fair, and I ain't never seen no shit like this before. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by go, you know the you know the thing. What? You refer to people with a capacity for pregnancy. Would that be women? And there's no problem, Lloyd. We'd be classy and sophisticated. Look at the fun bags on that horse hound. I'm trying to say Jesus Christ can't hit a curveball. You want to talk about slow? I'll give you slow. He moved so slow it was like he was raised by a wild pack of turtles. We need a live was there a live rooster? We need a live rooster to take the curse off Jose's glove and I had no idea you could milk a cat. Oh, yeah, you can milk anything with nipples. Y'all have mozzarella cheese sticks. I was chatting on AIM with this guy. Jose is from England, and I speak fluent American, so there's a bit of a language barrier. But he knew really good English. Jesus Christ on a motorbike. What was that? I love every single time I hear her say, Jesus Christ on a motorbike. I, I, I do. I laugh every time. Love it. It's one of my most favorite things. Um, welcome. You know what time it is. Thank you uh, for listening. God knows um, with the holidays, I, I, I kind of was on a different schedule, but I'm going to be back regularly. So appreciate you listening as always. Again, I'm Kevo. This is Unwavering Toxic Masculinity from the Dude's Den. Hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving, all that good stuff, and, uh, you know, all that. If you're getting ready for Christmas, just remember, remember that I said this, guys, girls, whoever. Remember I said this. Let's stay with it. Let's stay within our lane. All right? Let's not go crazy. Let's not do a bunch of stuff, find a bunch of stuff, and put this in debt and doing things that we, we shouldn't do please others let's not make our stress so much worse than what it already is okay so uh let's be responsible and um uh let's do the best we can do how about that do the best we we can do with what we've got and 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 not put ourselves in a situation where uh we cause you know more financial harm to us which you know what that does stress-wise to us so uh let's not do that Let's give our family what we can. Let's give them our time, our love, all that good stuff, okay? For real. Let's do it. Um, all right. So let's get right to it. So um, it's crazy what's happening, what, what we're finding out about this Hunter Biden Twitter uh, debacle. Um, think about this, okay? 
So a top FBI lawyer who turned uh, into a, a Twitter counsel right, supported the decision to suppress Hunter Biden laptop story. Now, that alone, just, just telling you that information, that should be enough information for you to 100% never trust the FBI ever again. That, that information alone. Like, this guy didn't work at the FBI. And, you know, was, was you know, not about suppression and, and free speech and, 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 and free press and all that stuff. And then go to Twitter and all of a sudden, well, you know, I'm going to be more careful. You know, no, he, I mean, this tells you things that, guys, I mean, read between the lines here. This is not good. Not good that a guy like this was with the FBI. There is no telling what information has been altered, hidden, uh, uh, evidence, things. Just, I mean, this is crazy. It's crazy. Right. But uh, James Baker, uh, months after becoming Twitter's deputy general counsel, okay, he was a former top FBI attorney, too. he he supported the social media Twitter's uh, uh, idea and, and moved to suppress the New York Post report on Hunter Biden. Now, guys, I don't care how you slice it. With him doing that, with Twitter proof proof now, with Twitter. hiding anything and everything they could in an attempt to get Biden elected. That is election interference. Doesn't matter how you slice it. This is election interference. So what's so funny is all this stuff, all this stuff, that they accused President Trump of. Have you noticed that every time they accuse him of something, we find out they're doing what they accused him of? This is odd, isn't it? No, it's not odd. It's not. It's, you know, I used to say it's the liberal way, but because I do genuinely and truthfully No really good-hearted liberals. I'm going to quit calling it that. I'm going to call it it's the leftist way. Because there's the difference. We're not dealing with just liberals. We're dealing with leftists that will do anything. Will do anything it takes for them to stay in power. That is exactly what we're dealing with here. This is scary. Uh, you know, James Baker said that he supported the conclusion that we needed more facts to assess whether materials were hacked or not. Really? Really? 
Well, that's not what you said. See, you you literally hid information. You hid it. Yeah, and, and then it said there are some facts that indicate the materials may have been hacked. You know, uh, how do you know that? Like, what? There were no facts. It facts means true. That's what facts. That's what the word means. Fact. Show me those facts that indicate that this. May have been. See, that makes no sense to me. That statement that he used makes zero sense. There are some facts that indicate the materials may have been hacked. What the hell does that mean? If it's facts, then that means it was hacked. But that's not the case. That's not the case at all. Yeah, and, and, and then he continued with, well, we just simply need more information. You know, um, the decision to crack down on, on, on this was made at the highest levels of the company. But supposedly, without the knowledge of then-CEO Jack Dorsey, I don't know that I believe that. I don't buy that. I don't care what they say. I mean, do we really trust anything that any of these social media sites say now? Do we? The other day, I watched a documentary. I uh, watched a documentary called Died Suddenly. I went to my Facebook page and I shared the link. All right? After sharing the link, I then waited 10 minutes. Waited 10 minutes where I then told my wife, hey, honey, open your Facebook page up and, and see if you see my post. My posts are always the first thing to come through her threads. This was 10 minutes. She opens, nothing. The two guys I were with, nothing. My daughter, nothing. A couple more friends I called to look, nothing. You had to actually go to my page. Actually go to it. To see that I'd made that post or comment on it. I'm nobody. I'm absolutely nobody. Why would Facebook hide my post Simply sharing the link to a documentary saying, hey, if anybody has seen this, I'd really like you to come on the podcast, no matter how you feel about it, and talk with me about it. Nobody. Nobody. Really. I can post a picture of a toaster you know, and, and, and get a, a hundred likes or comments. You're telling me that a documentary as important as I believe that one is, I post a link to it. Nobody comments. No, really. Okay. So to say that we should trust any of these people is absolutely ridiculous. I do not trust them. I think they are all power hungry. I think they're in bed with a lot of leftist politicians. 
Democrat leftist politicians. I think they're in bed with them. I think they've been in bed with them. I think they want to do anything and everything they can to turn America into the land of equal outcome, a.k.a. socialism, as long as you don't mess with their their fortune. Just us average, no good, you know, sorry, piece of crap, everyday, blue collar. But, uh, us, yeah. Get us all, you know, where we're doing equal, equally as well. Or in their case, it would be equally as bad. That's okay. If you trust anything, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, man, I don't trust any of them. It's ridiculous. It's uh, it's it's anti-American. That's exactly what they are. They're they're pieces of crap, if you ask me. Okay. Uh, all right. I'm done bitching about that for a minute. Probably not. I'll probably go back to it later. But anyway, listen. Um, this is odd. A few years ago, maybe not a few years ago, maybe couple years ago, I remember reading a story about a guy in the Chicago area who killed his mother because she didn't buy him tickets to a certain concert. And I can't remember who it was, but the the concert, but the, it was like some young, like maybe Katy Perry or something. Like this 40-year-old man kills his mom because he didn't get like Katy Perry tickets or 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 somebody like that. I, I can't maybe Taylor Swift. I don't know, Nick. And I was like, Jesus Christ, man, what is wrong with people? Well, I don't know that this story tops it, but you bet your ass it matches it. So a Florida man allegedly killed his own mother because. You ready for this? She never pushed him to be a man. Yeah. That that happened. The Osceola County, Florida Sheriff's Department responded to a report of a possible stabbing in the city of Kissimmee. All right. This was just after 4 p.m. local time last Tuesday. Upon arriving at the residence, police found a woman dead and another woman with severe lacerations on her hands. Police later arrested the suspect who confessed to stabbing his mother to death. <laughs> on November 29, 2022, at approximately 4.13 p.m., they received a report of a possible stabbing at a residence in Kissimmee. Sheriff's Department wrote in a statement on Facebook, Upon arrival, it was determined that one female was deceased and another one had the lacerations on her hands. Um, the victim heard their mother, uh, the the victim had the lacerations, um, uh, heard their mother screaming for life. When the victim came out of her room, she observed the defendant stabbing their mother multiple times with a kitchen knife. So it's this guy's sister. Um, the victim attempted to intervene and sustain multiple deep lacerations to her hands from the defendant cutting her. Shortly after police arrived on the scene, they located the suspect identified identified as Matthew excuse me Matthew Stewart Sisley a short distance away from the home the suspect was taken to the sheriff's office where he confessed to intentionally stabbing her and 
accidentally, accidentally stabbing his sister. So the sheriff's office, the sheriff's office released a partial transcript of the interview. Okay, so this is uh, the first line will be detective, and then every other. So it'll be detective first, then suspect, detective, suspect, detective, suspect. Okay, all right, detective. Do you think your mom deserved to get stabbed? Suspect. Yes. Detective. Why? Suspect. Because she never pushed me to be a man. Detective. Do you regret doing it? Suspect. Nope. I would do it again. I got to tell you guys something. When I read that, I immediately thought, who has seen Seinfeld? Somebody out there has seen Seinfeld. There's an episode, I think it's called The Scoff Law, I think is what it is. And that is when Newman gets caught with all these parking tickets and all this stuff. Or maybe, no, 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 wait, wait. He gets a ticket for him and Kramer traded a radar detector for a helmet. Um, Kramer got the helmet. Newman got the radar detector. Next thing you know, uh, uh, Newman gets a ticket. So he tells Kramer, you're going to court for me. Sitting on the bench. and, and He's sitting, sitting on the witness stand. Uh, Newman acting as his own attorney. Yeah, could you tell the court why I was you know, coming to your aid that day? And it never, ever failed. It was, uh, Kramer said, uh, it was because I was upset I was going to kill myself because I could never become a banker. That's exactly what this sounds like. Like, I mean, this is absolutely bananas. Do you think your mom deserved to get stabbed? Yes. Why? Because she never pushed me to be a man. I mean, a... I'm not even sure what to say here. Suspect still in jail. An additional charge of premeditated murder has been added to his record. The suspect's bond was set at zero, obviously. Prosecutors in the motion for pretrial detention had asked the court hold the suspect without bail. Um, I, you know, imagine being so effed up in the head that you're pissed at your mom because she didn't drive you, force you, um, um, coerce you, raise you, uh, uh, whatever whatever word you want to use, to be a man. That the sight of her makes you all of a sudden decide to get a knife and go in there and stab her to death. Just when we think, holy crap, my life is just, what, what, my life is terrible. Just when we think that, we find out that it's not so bad. Someone that did not, I'm someone that did not have a great relationship with her mom. At all. I mean, you ain't even going to get into that. 
But I'm telling you, it was a volatile relationship. And never, ever in the history of ever did I think, you know, let me go in there and stab her. Just hell with this. I'm done. Never did I think that. Um, it, it's absolutely crazy. You know, one thing that this article, uh, uh, courtesy of the Daily Wire, am I dead? One thing it doesn't do is it doesn't say how old the brother and sister were. But adult brother and sister living with mom, I don't care. You blame it on mom if you want to, all that stuff, but that's not good. That's not good at all. Uh, it's... It, Good Lord. Uh, never in my life did I ever want to stab my mother. And again, as I might add, I did not like her at all. Um, just, I, I, I'm sure uh, all of us, uh, at, at some point in time, I'm sure we've all had negative thoughts about mom. But stabbing the woman? Jesus Christ. Um, all right. It was a nightmare for mom. It was a nightmare for sister. So speaking of nightmare, uh, one person is dead and four have been injured after a ship, a cruise ship, you ready? Slapped by a huge wave. Yeah, so uh, what was supposed to be a pleasant vacation turned into a nightmare aboard a cruise ship headed for, I don't even know how to pronounce this word, but you know what, forget it. It was headed somewhere to Argentina. How about that, okay? Uh, when a rogue wave smashed into the side of the ship. Uh, Viking, uh, uh, according to Cruise Line, the massive wave struck Viking's Polaris cruise ship with enough force to cause damage to a number of windows and the impact, in addition to flying broken glass, killed one passenger and left others injured. Viking identified the deceased passenger as a 62-year-old American woman who was killed after she was struck by shards of glass from the broken windows. Now, how how badly are they underplaying this shit? Uh, after shards of glass struck her? Do, you die? I, this couldn't have been a shard of glass. I, I step on shards of glass after I drop a glass or a bottle or something. You know, that's a shard. Like, oh shit, my foot's got a shard of glass. That's a shard. I mean, this sounds like a two-foot-by-two-foot two piece of glass flew through the air after a wave hit it, and it cut her damn jugular or something. I mean, died? This is insane. I mean, Viking, of course, they always release a statement. It is with great sadness that we confirmed a guest passed away following the incident. 
We have notified the guest family and shared our deepest sympathies. We will continue to offer our full support to the family in the hours and days ahead. Our focus remains on the safety and well-being of our guest and crew, and we're working directly with them to arrange return travel. A two-week journey of stunning views cut short, the cruise line said in a statement. Now, um, I don't know what that means. I don't know if that means everybody else had to get off the ship and it's over. Or that means the stunning, you know, first off, the fact that they even put that statement in there, what a bunch of assholes. Like, like yeah, we're sorry. We really are sorry your mom died. Hate it. Hey, grandmother probably, you know. We hate it. You know, we hate that you're going to have to tell little Billy that grandma's not going to get him shit for Christmas. But how do you think we feel? Two weeks of stunning views just gone. It's kind of a, it's kind of a, uh, kind of a crazy thing to say there, Viking. But uh, the other four guests who reportedly suffered non-life-threatening injuries, thank God, uh, were treated aboard the ship. The cruise, which was scheduled to travel to Antarctica, oh, it was court cut short following the accident, and travel was arranged for all passengers to return on there. Answered my own question. The ship, however, does remain docked in Argentina, and a case has been opened to determine exactly what happened. Now, I don't understand that. What do you mean, what happened? A big-ass wave of water hit glass. And then, see, sometimes glass, water can hit glass and make it break. So this big-ass, huge chunk, wave, whatever you call it, of water hit glass. And then when it hit the glass, the glass broke, shattered. Now, there were probably shards of glass, yes, but probably what hit that 62-year-old woman was like glass the size of a damn Frisbee or something. I mean, how else shards of glass don't kill you unless there's like multiple shards of glass and they're in your cereal or something and you eat it. I doubt that that happened. However, however, I wasn't there. I do not know. But one passenger from Durham, North Carolina, spoke with WRAL News by phone. And while she was still aboard the ship, okay, she explained that until the rogue wave had hit them, the cruise had been a wonderful experience. We wondered if we hit an iceberg. And there are no icebergs out here, but that's how it felt. Uh, everything was fine until the rogue wave hit and it was just sudden, shocking. We didn't know if we should get our gear ready and get ready to abandon ship or what. That's got to be a son of a bitch right there. That 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 has to be uh, quite the experience. You're sitting there one minute playing shuffleboard or poker or something else, and then next thing you know. <laughs> You're all of a sudden, uh, you're in a hell of a predicament, and um, you got 
grandma over here dying from a frisbee-sized piece of glass cutting her throat. You got four more people hurt and injured. You got people grabbing life vests thinking, let's go, let's get off this some bitch. Like, a lot had to be going on. A lot had to be going on. I don't know how the captain handled that. I don't know how the crew handled it or what. But you got to think, if passengers are thinking, this is it, we need to get our shit and jump off, you know crew had to be doing the same thing, like, screw this, man, I'm done, and going and getting their life fest. I mean, th- I haven't seen video, but boy, would I absolutely love, love to see video of this thing. I, I, I would do anything. Um, I, I am, uh, I am sorry that the lady died, though. Um, um, uh, it is sad. So hopefully, yeah, you know, family. That's uh, a terrible time. It's never a good time for anybody to die, of course. Um, but it, you know, it is a little. It is a little different here at the holidays. I mean, you know, that that's terrible. Um, all right, so a couple more things. So uh, here's the deal. Um, all right, you know, Planned Parenthood, they're bad people. All right, I, I don't. I think Planned Parenthood. I, I think they're, I think they're all disgusting. I, I think, I think they say one thing, they do another. I think they're terrible people, whatever the case may be. But uh, but I'm gonna tell you, whatever the case may be, how you feel about abortion, I, that's not what we're talking about. What we're talking about here today, though, is a Planned Parenthood executive has sparked quite the backlash. Okay. This person has said, uh, here we go, Bill Taverner, or Taverner, however you pronounce the name, I'm not good with, uh, I have no idea, never heard that last name before. But anyway, Bill, the executive director of the New Jersey-based Center for Sex Education slash Planned Parenthood's sex education arm, uh, made the newly unearthed comments in a 2015 interview. When he said, children are sexual from birth and called for porn literacy lessons for older children. I think that we unfortunately have in our society an assumption of asexuality of people with intellectual disabilities. Uh, It's a myth that's perpetuated, and really, we are all sexual beings from birth until death. Planned Parenthood itself echoed the sentiment in a guide called The Fundamentals of Teaching Sexuality, stating that sexuality is a part of life through all the ages and stages. Babies, elders, and everyone between can experience sexuality. Babies is the key word here. In a statement, 
Planned Parenthood says babies, elders, and everyone in between can experience sexuality. Babies. In a 2012 interview, Bill appeared to imply that some pornography exposure could be useful for older children. I think that there's there I think that there's this yearning for information that young people have that hasn't changed. I think that the internet is a major influence on how people learn about sexuality. There's access to erotica, pornography. That was very different for young people 30 years ago. Certainly not as accessible. Certainly not as instantaneous. So there's a lot of information that is useful. There's websites that are, I mean, some of it's wrong, interrupted the interviewer. Some of it is wrong. A lot of it is wrong. But there's good stuff out there as well, said Bill. He also added that sexting is another issue schools need to discuss with students during sex education. What? Where did this idea come from? That schools need to discuss things that are, are on a moral level, a private level, with children. Like, where, where did that come from? I could never imagine in a million years my granddaughter, who's in sixth grade, ever being approached by a teacher and coming and telling me, hey, this teacher talked to me about uh, when I text and 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 if I'm texting a guy and I'm talking about sex, um, sexting Cappy, that's what she calls me, Cappy, sexting. Like, I, why would it ever be okay for a teacher, a guy, anybody, to discuss this with a child. Anybody in the education system. We're not talking about a child going to a guidance counselor and going, hey, this happened, I don't know what to do. Well, you're having to discuss it, but I still think the answer needs to be, can you talk to your parents? Can you talk to a grandmother? Can you talk to someone? Because you really need to talk to them. You really need to let them know what's going on. If you want me to talk to them, I will. Whatever the case may be. But openly, going to a child and talking to them about sexting or any other kind of crap like that. Now, what the hell is wrong with people? Bill made similar remarks last year saying that while those in public health and sexology never wanted porn to be the de facto instructor, we do need to shift our education. Tarver said in a 2021 interview that there is resistance to discussing pornography with students because some people think it will encourage them to watch it, which Bill called the same faulty kind of premise as if we teach about condoms is going to make people want to have sex with condoms. What? This guy's a moron. Bill, you're a moron. Like there's levels of moron. You, you know how it is. Levels of moron, right? You're like, this guy's a moron. 
Then you're like, you know, this guy's a, what an idiot. And then there's, this guy's a fucking moron. That's Bill. That's Bill. Bill's a moron. Yeah, you know, you know, Bill says we need to let our experts guide us. You know, No, the experts are parents. Do they always get it right? No, but you leave it to them to discuss with children. I don't know what you're calling experts, sex therapists, psychologists, whatever. No, they don't always get it right either. They're not the expert when it comes to what these children need to hear. Parents are. Let them, let them make that decision. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous to even consider having schools talk to these kids about sex. I mean, this is... It's it's gross. It's disgusting, and and it's uh, it. I, I, it's freaking terrible. It's absolutely terrible. All right, so um, all right. So here's the deal. Um, so we know. Some of you may understand that um. In 1957, there was a picture of Jerry Jones, and he was present during a racially charged confrontation between white students and black high school students. And I was genuinely needing to hear an expert's take on this. Thank God I got it. Whew. I was so worried LeBron James wasn't going to have an opinion. And thank God that I now can say I better understand the situation because LeBron James, the king himself, uh, has spoke about it. So now I get it. It makes all the sense of the world to me. Uh, I say we, you know what we do? Here's what we do. We don't do anything. Whatever LeBron wants to do, that's the way we go. Because LeBron, LeBron's the man. I mean, he's the ambassador. Yeah, he's the everyday blue-collar, hard-working men and women spokesperson. LeBron James is. I mean, he's so well-grounded, so in touch with, you know, reality in everyday life in America that he's the guy. I am so excited he spoke on it. James, the Los Angeles Lakers I'm not calling him a superstar. It is. I get it. The guy's amazing. Got it. But uh, 
but he got on reporters at a press conference uh, for quizzing him about the recent anti-Semitic scandal involving a former teammate, but not seeking his opinion on Jones. Because one's basketball and a teammate, and the other one is the owner of a team in a sport that you don't even freaking play. Why does somebody want your opinion on that, LeBron? Tell me that. Just tell me. This picture of Jerry Jones when he was 14. Fourteen. And LeBron James, you, you, you want questions asked about something somebody did when they were 14? Well, let me just get a hold of everything you said and did, Mr. LeBron James. Yeah, you're the same moron that tweeted, oh, you know, police are hunting us down like dogs or hunting black people in the street or whatever it was. You're a sick disgusting person you are you are a terrible human being you have no clue no clue you are not in touch with the average everyday american's life you have no idea what we think you have no idea what we go through you do not know anything you are not the voice that we've all been waiting to hear on the Jerry Jones when he was 14 photo. When I said that earlier, I was joking, LeBron. We were not waiting on your voice. So Dak Prescott was asked. And he declined to pile on the owner. He said, obviously, we could be more empathetic and give grace to one another, regardless of race. From the times we come from to where we are now, thinking about the growth we've had, said Prescott, who grew up in Louisiana and played college football at Mississippi State. Prescott noted that his mother, who died when Prescott was in college, was white. His father was black, giving him a unique perspective on race relations in America. That's who I am, how I think, optimistic, he said. I mean... As a guy who's completely biracial, black and white, it's easy for me to speak on race on one side or another. You know, Washington Post unearthed this photo. Uh, Jerry Jones was 14. I mean, it's, it's like Prescott said, in... It's 65 years ago, and how times have changed. Good God. Look at the man's resume since then, right? Look. Really. Jerry Jones. Yeah, I, I think I think we should give him grace. I think at 14, a lot of us at times are told, you know what? Here, 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 here you go. I got baptized at 13. You know why? Not because I understood what God's grace was. Not because I understood what, what being in love with the Lord was. Not because I understood why Jesus died on that cross. Not because of those things. Because I was told to. That 
is why I got baptized. I was told that's what I was going to do. Well, you think Jerry Jones at 14 in 1957? You think Jerry Jones ought to be held accountable for this? LeBron, you're a moron. You're an absolute moron. I think you do not understand. You live in this you live in this bubble, man. You do this 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 billionaire gazillionaire bubble. And 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 you just the audacity to bring that up. You're a piece of crap. You're an absolute piece of crap, man. I feel sorry for you, LeBron. I do. I really do. Because it's people like you. It is. It's people like you that just keep this fire going. Just. Man. I hope you never win another game. I do. Uh, I do. I hope you never, ever, ever see another playoff win. Man, what a jerk you are, brother. You are an absolute jerk. Anyway, um, all right. So, uh, All right, so, uh, sorry, I was reading, I was still reading this LeBron thing. Dead gummit, he just makes me so mad. Um, all right, so, one more thing I want to discuss. So, have y'all, has, have any of y'all seen the people who said they were leaving Twitter? Uh, so Elon Musk gets Twitter, right? Everybody goes nuts because he's like, no, nah, I'm going to bring the pres- the former President Trump back. I mean, he, you know, whatever. And, and then all of a sudden, oh, my God, uh, you know. Um, well, let me give you some of the people that said that they were going to leave Twitter, okay? Um, here we go. Whoopi Goldberg, Gigi Hadid, I don't even know who that is, I'm not going to lie to you, Amber Heard, can't, I'll never get on it again, ever. I'm absolutely distraught uh, when I found out that Amber Heard was leading. Um, Tony Braxton, WWF wrestler Mick Foley. Sarah Bareilles, if I if, if if I'm saying that right, um, what 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 what? Jill, uh, what is wrong with these people? 
what is wrong? This is absolutely, I mean, how dare we have free speech? How dare we're able to give our opinion on something and, and it maybe drastically differs from yours? It's you're absolutely all the worst caliber of people on the planet. You are not happy unless others are agreeing with your way of thinking. That's it. That's bottom line here. That, that is all it is. You are not happy that other people, I mean, you're like a child. You're like a fucking child. The, I could see you idiots, too, on Twitter. You know, Jack, when, when Dorsey had a Jack, that mean man said something about my, you know, you're going to get him, Jack? Yeah, good. And you're just sitting there just pointing and nah, 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 nah. What is wrong with y'all? Whoopi Goldberg. What the hell have you done since Sister Act? Or more importantly, Sister Act 2. The fact that I can't find your thoughts on Twitter, holy shit. Between you and LeBron. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Jim Carrey. I seriously. I can't find Jim Carrey's thoughts on Twitter. Bet what what? Did are you bet money? Sarah Borellis is leave. I may never get on there again. Seriously. I do, there's no way. Are you serious? Amber Hurt? Amber Hurts leaving Twitter. Can man? Jesus Christ, you people got to grow up. Y'all need to grow up and do something with your life. And it's called, hear another opinion. Listen to things you don't like. Trust me. It's okay to listen to things you don't like. We've been listening to y'all's asses for years. We're still okay. We're not dead. You're not going to die. You are 100% going to be okay. I promise you. All will be fine again one day. I have faith in you. I know y'all can do it. But I tell you, it's going to be difficult. It's going to be so difficult to just scroll past an opinion you don't like. I don't know how you're going to do it. I don't. I don't know how. I don't know how that difficult, emotional, just unbelievably brave, bold task of just quickly moving your thumb upward. 
I, I don't know how you'll do it. <clears throat> but something tells me you hypocrites would manage if you weren't acting like titty babies. <clears throat> but, you know, what do, what do I know? You know, y'all think y'all have, you know, the in to everyday America, what we need. You people are absolute idiots. Absolute idiots, I tell you. Hi. Um, all right, that's it for me for now. I've about done all the damage I can do. All right. I love you guys. Stay safe. Listen to me. Don't get in a bind this holiday season. Don't overspend. Don't put yourself in an extremely stressful situation, okay? Don't do it. None of us need to do it. Let's let's just stay in our lane. Let's let's buy what we can after that. You know, don't worry about it. Let's make breakfast in bed. Let's spend time with our kids, our wives, our spouses, our husbands, whatever it is, okay? Just don't get yourself in a situation where you put so much stress on yourself, okay? Um, I love you. God bless you. Um, Until next time, you know, you know, much love. I'm Kevo. This has been Unwavering Toxic Masculinity from the Dude's Den. I'm going to see you out with a little Pat Green. Carry on. Have a big bag for your shoulder Find yourself some good time Bring them on back home Then everybody gotta get away sometime Forget about yourself for a while If you live your whole life on the shelf Got no other blame but Okay, all right. Heaven only.